He is known as the day man to many. He fears ghouls and goblins. His favorite food is milk steak. He collects magnets. He's a member of the Notorious Jerk Boys. Former high school hockey star, certified man rocket, future doctor, and current best friend. Dayman, how's it going? Wow, that was quite the intro. Um, I'm doing well. How you doing, Blake? Those are some interesting hobbies you got there. How, where did those start? Where did those come from? Um, the magnets definitely as a little kid. Um, okay. I just put two, uh, I picked up two rocks uh, in, my, in my backyard and uh, they stuck in between my head and ever since then I've been a little off. What are but... the chances that you had magnetic rocks in your backyard? I know. So I saw there's five stars on the podcast. Is, is that really? is that self-proclaimed or how, how many how many reviews well, you got We have there? about 19 estimated viewers each week. Each week, okay. And uh, we have 19 five-star ratings. So uh, you do the math. We have a lot of fans. Okay, and we're back. We started off with some technical difficulties, but first, first time uh, on the podcast, I'm not very impressed at the moment. We'll see know, how the editing does. But the, this has happened on every episode, so uh, we're hoping that Blake can figure out the the technical side of this pretty quickly here. But first question, Josh, who did you vote for? Who did I vote for? Who'd you vote for? Oh, loaded question. Was it the good guy or the bad guy? Wow. Okay. Um, well, and who's the good guy? I just want to preface this uh, question with who am I supposed to vote for? Really? Is it the Democrat who wants to blast me in the ass or the Republican who's currently blasting me in the ass? Um, it's all just one big ass blast. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I voted for... Okay. Uh, I, do, I wasn't even expecting you to actually admit that. I just knew that you'd get the, the reference. But uh, Josh has been off in La La Land for the past four months trying to find himself. You know, I told him, why, does, why doesn't he just get a tattoo or something? <laughs> he decided to move across the country. So, Josh, why don't you tell the listeners where you've been and what you've been up to? Um, unfortunately, not a lot to tell. Uh, turns out moving to a new city where you don't know anyone in the middle of a pandemic is a little tough. Uh, but basically, I moved out there for school. Um, they told us kind of that we we're going to be on, or in person for second semester. I guess everyone kind of thought that we'd be doing a little better now COVID wise but uh yeah so I moved out there with two roommates one of them's an absolute beauty yeah um Tommy is his name uh the other one he's not as social but he's still a nice guy uh but so I've been hanging out with them a lot been uh, up just doing school work and basically just trying to boost the resume for medical school so I've been taking classes with the med students right basically acting like I belong there even though I'm not in there but uh yeah, otherwise, just been exploring the city. My girlfriend's out there. She's in New York, so. Is it true that uh, she's also cool, your girlfriend? Um, she has her moments, yeah. She, she has can her be, moments. Yeah, she, she can be moments. cool. Okay. Um, what percentage of the time would you say she's cool versus not cool? Um, I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. But, <laughs> but it's probably like 99 to 1. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah. Right? But if I admit anything except 100%, you know, it's going to be. Okay. Follow-up question. So I know we got the whole spiel about why you moved out there, but did I do something to upset you to make you move all the way across the countries? You know, was it something I did in the past? Was it that time that I uh, let your dogs out on accident when we were in high school? Um, this has kind of been an ongoing issue. Has but, it? Uh, okay. Blake's, you know, as, as probably a lot of listeners know, Blake tries to be a ladies' man. He tries to... Put his two cents in, you know, with the ladies Tries. every once in a while. Emphasis on the try. Emphasis um, on the try. And you just haven't been closing. No. I and I think I just got fed up with, you know, just trying to help you out at the bar all the time. All and, the excuses got to yeah. you where it was like, yeah. oh, you know. Like, oh, every yeah. Every single weekend it was something new. Right? Yeah, exactly. It was it was tough to to manifest into reality for you, so I think that. And then you moved away and I'm three for three. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, maybe it was me just trying to set you up. Maybe I just wasn't saying the right things. Right. So 
people on the East Coast have a reputation for being, you know, not as friendly. Do you have any run-ins with any assholes, or what has your experience been like with um, people out there? Honestly, most of them are pretty nice, but I have seen uh, one experience was I, uh, I was at this bar, and this guy had, like, a Vikings Randy Moss retro jersey on. So, obviously, I texted uh, Nash. Shout out Nash Bauer. Um, two, and he's got two shout outs already, and we're, having, we're not even at five minutes. <laughs> and uh, I texted him because I know he's loved this jersey. It's like a split, like, alternate and, like, home jersey, Randy Moss retro one. And he's like, I will pay him $200 if you buy that jersey. He really off wanted him. the jersey. He really wanted the jersey, yeah. So, I went over to this guy, and uh, I just walk over to him, and he's, like, at the bar trying to hit on the the bartender and i'm just like no luck probably right? yeah he like looks at me like like he's shocked that i'm even approaching him and i'm like hey you from minnesota just trying to start the convo before i just try to throw two uh, benjamins at him yep. for the for the yep, yep, yep. for the jersey and he just looks at me and he's like dude i don't know you get the fuck out of here and i was, was just he like hammered? was he a little hammered uh not noticeably not noticeably, but I mean, they were watching the games. It was like a Sunday, right. like afternoon at the bar with but like still, his friends. What the f- is that guy's problem? Yeah, I was like, but that's I was like thrown off. I was like, I think Dude. it was just that one guy. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. So it wasn't. It hasn't been that bad, but um, there's definitely like, I just don't think people are as considerate for sure. Right. Right. Um, so Josh, just so you know, when you left, I had a phase where I grew up my hair and I got a drum set and I hung a poster on the door to my room and it said, I'm effing busy. Come back in 2021. <laughs> were you aware? Were you aware of that? I was That's not aware. I didn't want to FaceTime you cause I was looking uh, in pretty rough shape. Did you grow out the beard too? Or is it just the, uh, the hair on top? Kind of a funny story. I was, I noticed this the other day. So back in the fall of last year, when you could go out, there were a couple weekends where, you know, I did two for two, like double, went out both nights. And on Sunday, I was kind of hungover. I didn't really want to do anything. So then on Monday, on Sunday, I didn't shave. And I shave like once a week. That's when my beard starts to become a little noticeable and a little gross. Mm-hmm. So um, if you see me on Monday and I have a beard, I probably had a good weekend. If I shaved, <laughs> it was probably an okay weekend. I'm not going to say it was bad, but just like uh, Sunday, I, I shaved my face. So be on the lookout for that. Last question, then we're going to jump into kind of your upbringing and where you're from but you're only home for five days for the thanksgiving break correct yeah how many people have hit you up to so it's been like uh it's just yeah it's been like the regular people like all of our high school friends um then like willie ty texted me and jamie lee did as well yep Yep. um but i've been kind of trying to keep a low profile because i knew like my mom wouldn't want me to uh like hang out with a lot of people because covid's pretty bad right now yeah and I'm trying to respect her wishes because I'm living at the house right now. So right, right. Um, I was actually over here. You guys had a little shindig the day before Thanksgiving. And I was the only asshole with a mask on. So you, I can confirm you were the only one with a mask on. <laughs> but um, anyone hit you up that you don't necessarily want to see or that you just don't care to see? And are you like salt the snail, salt the snail? Uh, <laughs> Salt gale the snail, gale the snail. Uh, there's, no, there's been no gale of snails. Okay. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I guess not that many people have hit me up. But Okay. I haven't really told anyone I've been back. Right. That's Jamie, why. Jamie actually found me because I guess my geotag on Snapchat's all open. So. Oh, really? And she, uh, yeah, she saw that I was back. Nice, nice, nice. So I, got, I guess people check that. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. It's probably a good thing. but. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, okay, so baby Josh, where and when were you born? What hospital? And did the doctor that was delivering you know that one day they were delivering a baby that could deliver babies? 
I don't think that he knew that he indirectly had a direct impact on my decision to be a future physician. No, um, but pulling me but out. He did. Yeah. Well, I mean. So you want to be a gynecologist? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was born. I was actually born in St. Louis Park. I forget which one. I think it might have been. Uh, which one's over there? Uh, one of the hospitals in St. Louis Park. Okay. But uh, yeah, I was born there, and then I've grown up in Woodbury my whole life. Yep. Same house, even still to this day. Although right. now I'm li- now, now I'm living downstairs because I'm a big boy. I just sleep upstairs. Right. We're going to talk about when you made the transition <laughs> from your room upstairs down to the basement room later on in the podcast. Um, but do you think that they would remember you at the hospital? Um, well, I was told I was a I was born directly at four o'clock p.m. Okay. and I was exactly eight pounds. Yeah. So you know I've been very t- detail oriented. I guess my whole life. Right. Um, like the details and like the. Uh, That's not just a coincidence. Yeah. Right so, there. I mean, maybe honestly. Right. Um, were you a frog kid? (laughs) Um, I don't have an official certificate from upstate, but, uh, I would say I probably wasn't, uh, the frog kid in the neighborhood. No, you weren't? Yeah. Any frog-like tendencies? Um, I can touch my uh, nose with my tongue, so I have a pretty long tongue. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a very (laughs) frog-like trait. Um, what age did you learn how to walk? Uh, honestly, don't know. I'd have to call Joan up for that okay. one. But what age did you learn how to run? <laughs> Probably when I was like three. If I had to guess. Was that after you learned how to walk, though? Um, I think I walked on my hands first before I started going on my legs. Just take note. You got to walk before you can run. <laughs> Is it true at age two you were reading the newspaper every morning? Um. I was doing like the Sudoku on the back. The I wasn't Sudoku reading. Yeah, I wasn't reading the okay. actual newspaper. But but I think it's safe to say you were reading at a much higher age group. Yeah, than my parents. Uh, peers. It's the toy room now, but they'd make us go down there and we had to like read a certain amount of chapters to them. Really? Out loud, out of books. Yeah. Really. And then it was it was very 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 important that we had uh, for kindergarten. One of like the only tests they had for the people coming in was if they could count to a hundred. Really. Um. And I was one of the few kids that could count to 100, and my parents made sure that that was the case because they don't want to be embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be pretty embarrassing. Um, Did you go to preschool? And if so, was it a school for the gifted, and what was your gift? (laughs) Um, I went to a a preschool. Uh, It was more like a kinder care situation, but... I met, uh, that's where I met like Kastner and Carter Store. Okay. Uh, That's why I was pretty good friends with them growing up. Um... I don't think it was for the gifted, though, to be honest. No. I will say that's the only time I got stung by a bee was at that place, and I still pr- think that... It's a traumatic it's, memory, Yeah, it's it? a traumatic I, I memory. Remember, I've been, I was stung a couple times growing up, and it's traumatic. I still remember it. And you know what I do now? I tell people I'm allergic, <laughs> so then when I freak out, everyone else just freaks out with me. They're like, get, get him inside, yeah. get him inside. <laughs> like, I don't have my EpiPen. I don't have my EpiPen. They'll take the bullet for you? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, it's... Uh, I definitely remember it, and I feel like a bee sting probably doesn't hurt as bad as I recall, but no, it's, it's been I've actually brutal. gotten stung since I've been an adult, and it doesn't hurt that bad. No. Um, were you well-behaved, or did you get in trouble? Um, I would say, are you saying like when I was really little? Yeah. My parents said I was always really good. You were really well-behaved. Yeah. I believe that. Uh, did you stir the pot, though? Because there's a story I'm about to tell for Bielenberg Sports Center. About you. <laughs> a funny story about you stirring the pot, but... 
Uh, I think that kind of happened when I started getting mature a little bit. Uh, my sister, you, you could outsmart my sister and brother would always go at it, and my brother would like break her door all the time, and like <laughs> they would just they would they would go at it. But I and you could just start. I learned at a young age because you well, my brother like he would just get bored, and like he knew he was physically stronger than both of us, and like older, so he's probably smarter. Yeah, and he would just do little stuff to like kind of piss us off, and he, all he wants is a reaction, you know. Right. So like I was, he was a bully. Yeah. Yeah, he was the, de- the definition of a bully. So, like, I knew, like, oh, if I just stop giving him the reaction he wants, there's another target, and it's Alexa. So you guys just gave so, him a little sister. Well, no, I, I just didn't give him, like, the response he wanted when he, like, flicked my ear or, you know, like, did whatever. And then so he started going to Alexa, and Alexa would freak out. So then I kind of just, you know. And you would you break it up? No, I would just no. grab some popcorn and watch. Right. I think that's maybe why, where the instigation started, because then I was like, well, I need someone to... So they're arguing Josh on the couch eating popcorn. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Okay, so the story, uh, I'm going to tell about Bjellenberg, funny story. I walk into the concession stand, and they would post the shifts on like a Google spreadsheet or something. So you knew who you were working with. So I was like, oh, I'm working with Josh and Jack. And there's probably, what, 12 or 15 employees that they would rotate through? Yeah. So it wasn't very common that we got to do that. So I knew it was going to be a lot of fun. Um, and we're in the middle of a rush when they walk in it's in between periods at a, a game and i walk in and colin kamish who's working there is walks right up to me and he's like uh once this rush is over i need to talk to you and who is colin can you give a little more detail on nope him? we're not gonna give any more detail what colin. was his nickname <laughs> i don't know i can't remember <laughs> but um call, so I, I walk in colin confronts me he's like i need to talk to you after this rush and i'm like okay i'm uh, what could it be? It's probably something that's not that bad. I probably didn't like clean the hot dog machine the last time I was here or something. But we get through the rush or whatever, and he pulls me in the back away from Josh and Jack. <laughs> and they're, I, I can tell they're trying to hold back laughing, so I kind of have an idea of uh, what this might be about or that it might just be some BS. So I walk back there, and he's like, um, so how long have you been talking to my girlfriend? <laughs> and I'm like, what? what are you talking about? He's like, uh, someone told me that you were hitting on my girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. And then I peeked my head over and Josh and Jack are just laughing. <laughs> so they're just, uh, they're just, uh, stirring the pot before I even get there. But, uh, it was pretty funny, Josh. I got to give you props for that. Yeah, one. it was definitely, uh, it kind of just spur of the moment. We're like, what should we do to Blake? So usually we did something to someone whenever they came in. We had, uh, another friend, Ian, that would come in and one time... I hid in the freezer and Jack told him to come back and to grab some pretzels. It's we were a, like it's all a out of pretzels. Freezer. <laughs> it, it, it must I'm, have been difficult for a um, fifteen-year-old. Yeah, I'm, I'm, del- I'm double jointed in a lot of a lot of different places. But uh, yeah, I, I hid in there and then Ian came out and I just jumped on him and he freaked out and like fell over. So it was pretty funny. You got him. You got him. It was a little things. A little. Yeah, little it really is the little things. things. So elementary school. I heard uh, a couple stories that you maybe used to torment people on the playground by panting. You're the panting king. Where'd you hear that from? Um, Did you just make that up? No, I think it was Maddie that actually told me that. <laughs> no uh, memory of that? You don't no, have yeah, I, I remember that. Uh, Is that why they made male rompers or the male onesies? That would make a lot of sense. That they, you know, it took them a few years to right. get the, you know, right. the technology. Right. The brainiacs needed to figure that one out, but. Uh, yeah, I uh, would run around. Well, it wasn't just me, but it was Who just. Else uh, was it? it was kind of. <laughs> I don't want to name names. I want to get people. You can incriminate them. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll keep that in the DL. We'll but uh, yeah, we'd. Uh, it was kind of me and just a couple of guys, and we'd do it to 
um, our other friends, or it was kind of our way to hit on girls. <laughs> well, it was kind of scary back then to go over there and talk to them. So you just oh, play, you play like, you'd be like, oh, you guys want to play tag or like, you know, just get a game going. But one of my friends, you want to play he, did, he did it, he did it, pants you. <laughs> he did it to the wrong girl. And she uh, started like, there was like gravel on the side of the playground. Oh. And she like grabbed gravel at him and was like throwing rocks at him. But then she wasn't like the most. So she really liked him. She had physically, a really big crush yeah, on him. Yeah, probably. She was the most physically gifted though. So he, he could dodge him pretty easily. So then he started taunting her. So then for the whole entire recess, I remember, she was just throwing gravel rocks at him and just getting salty as shit. But, yeah. Huh. They're actually engaged. No. <laughs> so you start your hockey career off, I'm assuming, around this time in your elementary school career. What, at what age did you know you have what it takes? Um, I was actually, re- like, really good in, like, it's called, uh, like, mites. Okay. So, like, I started, I think I started playing when I was, like, four or five. Okay. But... I was, like, really good. Right. Yeah. You could get your equipment on on your own. Uh, no, no, no. I give, me, give me in and out of your equipment. I still, I still, uh, yeah, honestly. Well, my dad still tied my skates. But uh, I, um, for, like, mites, I actually was thinking about playing a year up, but I didn't want to, like, not play with my friends. Right. But then I, because I was playing three sports at the time, and uh, I guess people, like, if you want to be really good at hockey, you get to play it year-round, kind of. Yeah. So I never played in the off-season and stuff, and then just people got just as athletic as I was and, you know, worked a little harder. Well, so close, not as. <laughs> but, yeah, so then people started catching up around squirts. But, right. But, yeah. So uh, is it true you're the best natural goal scorer with the exception of maybe Ovi? But he doesn't have hands like you. <laughs> hands that you use on and off the ice. We'll yeah, get to oh, that. yeah. We'll I got some hands that. that can do some stuff. But, uh not uh, – I was more of a playmaker, I'd say. Okay. I, I definitely took more pride in uh, – Getting an assist and a goal, I right. think. Team player. So, yeah, more of a Crosby. Right. So, elementary school, what's your favorite class? Um, the science classes. The science classes. I remember specifically in second grade, I, we did this, like, little experiment with, like, this dissolving water, and it was, like, dissolving different colors. Yep. And everyone else in the class, like, you're, like I just let it go, because I, like, initially, like, the ball, like the balls that dissolved didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But I let it go, and I... Uh, Mine actually like diffused like properly throughout the whole entire thing, and yep. then everyone else was putting their hands in there, and their hands are dirty, so they's got it like all muddy and brown. Yeah. And mine was like a beautiful rainbow color, and I was like, "Yeah, you guys are all idiots." And, 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 and then the, and then the teacher like it was like, "Everyone come over to Josh's desk, please." And like, this is how it's oh, supposed to go. That's the best. Dude. That's the best. <laughs> and right then and there, I was like, "Okay, well, I got I to keep on. One, I got to keep uh, keep up." One time in my architecture class in college, I did something and I didn't really think it was that good. And then everyone was just like crowding around it and looking at it and being like, how'd you come up with this? It's so cool. And I just, I couldn't even respond. Yeah. It's, I was just in shock and I was just so proud of myself. Yeah. I feel like I don't. That like, only happened once. I don't really take compliments that well. I'm like, oh yeah. Like it was, I was like, I don't know. I probably just, I just messed up. I, I was like, I had a dream. I don't know. I yeah. had a dream, and that was what I dreamed about right there. Yeah. That's how I came up with it. <laughs> Stop asking so many questions. <laughs> um, okay. So, science. I was talking to Lauren Gray one time in high school, and she told me a little story about how you had a seizure and you fell on yes. your lap. Tell this story. Because um, you've got a pretty dark sense of humor. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so well, so. It was at, I don't know if this is the direct cause. I don't think it was, and I never actually told my doctor about this. But, uh, like, during recess, me and this other kid, Brennan, we could, like, make our, like, if you hold your breath, like, shake your head. You can make, like, your head turn purple from, like, the lack of oxygen. Oh, my gosh. 
so we'd always do that to see who could get like the most purple um and then like we, we i did that like a couple times before we came back in and right after is like the sit down like reading time yep. and of course i was just crisscross applesauce front of the front of the class just yep. trying to be a golden boy yep. just trying to trick every single teacher i had yeah and uh honestly i don't remember much but i <clears throat> i fell backwards I guess, and right into Lauren Gray's lap. My head was right yep. in her lap. Yep. That was probably when she found her womanhood was in that moment. <laughs> um, but like the next thing I remember was I was like in my um, teacher's arms, which she was also like a 25-year-old girl. So like it was, it was kind of a good day for me, yeah. I'd say overall. Yep. Yep. A lot of milestones. Two laps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the walls were just like the walls were all shaking like and I like, could barely lift my head up and she was just like rushing me. She was like crying because she was like, I have no idea what to do. Did I, like a kid just die in my class. Um, and then she basically, just, she basically just like dropped me off at like the, like the, the nurse's the nurse. office, which... I think I just sat there for two hours until my mom came and got me, and the nurse had no idea what to do. But, um, yeah, that was. That was so did you do that a second time and kind of mess with everyone and just act like you <laughs> just to freak everyone out again? Uh, no, I didn't have any seizures after that. But um, I got like an MRI right after that, and it was they thought like I had like epilepsy or something. Oh, okay. I don't know something. So, so follow up question: favorite teacher. Was it that 25-year-old? Mm-hmm. No, uh, I think it was Mrs. Hines. She was my sixth grade teacher. Okay. Because um, I feel like I was old enough to kind of understand what was kind of going on with like the, I don't know, just in school and stuff like yeah. that. And she really liked me. Okay. And she kind of let me like not do, what, what, do whatever I wanted, but like within the rules, I could, you know, like kind of do whatever. Like when she's lecturing the class because they made a mistake, you're standing up there next to her, like kind of yeah. jumping in and being yeah. like, you guys messed up. Yep, yep. I think one of my proudest moments in uh, elementary school is probably I won the um, paper plane contest. Oh. I threw it the farthest. And you built the best plane, And I built too. the best plane. It's and I was, book. like, I was I went, like, last, too. That's, like, the trifecta. That's, like, and mental, physical... I know, and well, so and technique. so Sid Tomes was in that class. He's yep. D one right now, basketball not yep. a big deal. It's probably pretty good. Uh, I think he's at like what the Air Force is that where he's at? Well, yeah, I, I'm not sure if he's still there now. But um, he played there. Yeah, he's probably like on. He's probably like one of the Splash Bros now or something. Um, but he he threw it like the farthest up until I threw, and he went pretty far in life. So I guess we'll only see how far I get. It's a metaphor. It's the a metaphor. The planes are a metaphor. Yeah. Right. So. Um. Okay, so any other hobbies when you're in elementary school? You know, what are you and JP find yourself mm. doing? You guys burning ants on the sidewalk or what? <laughs> um, we always, uh, it was me, Jared, and Dakota because we were like, like always in the yep. neighborhood. So yep. basically I'd come home, I had chores I had to do every day, and then I'd do my homework, which was like 20 minutes, you know, it was like yeah, 30 minutes, whatever school. it was. But then I had to finish that. And, and then I could, a couple math problems. Yeah. <laughs> and then I could go outside. Um, and then we just basically played. We played Wave. We made up a bunch of different. We played like a lot of uh, what's that game? Um, it's not twenty one for basketball, but like you line up and like you shoot lightning. behind the yeah lightning, lightning. yeah. Um, we played a lot of that. Um, Dakota had a pool, so we played in the pool a lot. Inflatable pool, if I remember. Uh, no, it's it's above ground, but it's not like a okay. Yeah, it's not. And then Jared had a trampoline, so we were right. always so doing that stuff. Always outside, you know, right. playing sports. Right. Um, yeah. Jackie DiNardo. Does that name mean anything to you? Um, yeah, she's probably the one girl that I would marry. I, I suggest everyone that is 
um, listening to the podcast right now, just stop. Just press pause before an ad comes in, probably, because Blake's making a mon- bunch of money here. And uh, look up Jackie DiNardo. She is We'll put her a as woman. the cover. We'll put her as She is a woman yeah. right there. Yeah. We'll, we'll put her as the cover photo for the episode. <laughs> um, so, middle school. This is where we first really meet yeah. here. So, you and Jack are in different houses. And the way the middle school is set up is they had two houses per grade, essentially. And they'd kind of divide the kids up. So, which house are you in in seventh grade? Because um, we're in different houses. And you and Jack were in the same one, right? And Jack seems to think it was the advanced one. And I'm guessing you're probably going to agree with them on that. Um, I, yes, I would agree with him on that one. You would. Yes. It was the advanced house, you think? Yes. I actually, because uh, that, 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 uh. I mean, it makes sense where it's like, it was the seventh and eighth grade house and we're in seventh grade, right? So you got the smartest seventh graders with maybe not the smartest eighth graders, but we had some really smart people in our house. So I, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I would say if you averaged both of the classes, even though you have more people, well, yeah. I think you averaged. The median student, though, you think is probably smarter? In your, I would say so. <laughs> um, do you remember the first time we met? Uh, I don't think I do. Was you it don't. like in the hallway or something? I don't. I don't think so either. The first memory I have, I think, is when we did. You did like that day orientation in the summer. You remember when you went in for a day and you got to walk around and see where all your classes are and. Oh yeah, for high I school. I think that about? was the first time that I, we actually like officially met. But I don't know. We didn't really talk. Yeah, that much, and Jack kind of like introduced us a little bit as we got older. Uh, but we'll get to our bonding, the moments where we bonded the most. One of them is in Washington D.C. <laughs> but um, so table washing, do you remember table washing? Oh Kathy? yeah, I think that was walk us through the story. So how about how typically for like there's uh, table washers each week, and um, usually you have to alternate each week because the perk of it is that you go, you get to go to the front of the line for your your meal, like the for the whole entire week. And I think it was Nick Wareham that like kind of got in with Kathy. And no, like, it was me. It was it me. was you. Okay. Well, you were like I was wheeling. Where, so you were yeah. He was wheeling. Blake was just getting ready to you know be hitting on older women throughout the course of his whole entire life. Uh, They're very mature for that. <laughs> but he. Uh, he he kind of got the in with Kathy to allow like me, Nick Wareham, and him, just always have the table washing duties. Like I think as long as no one else asked well, for yeah, him or well, something. Basically, Josh and I started doing it, and then within two weeks, there's a line of thirty people that want to do it every day, and we're having to do little drafts like recess to pick who's going to actually stay. Was good. it like yeah? So we like, basically made it cool. Yeah, and I yeah because we also did like the. Uh, we like shot from deep, you know, we shot the towels yep. into the thing. Yep. Um, and that yep, was a yep, huge yep. thing. Cause if you had a, like a yep. full week, I think like yep, Kathy yep, gave yep. you something. So just two teenagers enjoying life, just trying to get yeah. the most out of everything. And also doing, helping out their community, their yeah. school community. I mean, really just selfless, selfless guys. I think a uh, little bouncing off that. Do you remember Mr. Jones's class? That's, that's, that's <laughs> on here. That is absolutely on here, Josh. We will get to that. So, uh. Follow-up question, Mr. George, he's a science teacher, kind of a, I don't know, he was a little bit of a weird guy, would you say, would you say so? Um, yeah, he definitely, he's a nice guy, he's a nice guy. But I think he, he definitely little... meant well, um, but he definitely was not good at, like, not playing favorites, he definitely had his favorites, and you apparently they couldn't have a penis to be one of his favorites, um, I'm not saying, what, not, I'm not saying anything, you know, about him or what he, he does, you know, outside of school, but, I mean, he was a good teacher, he, uh, 
But if you got a little mad at me because I, so he asked me to. Yep, this is this is the story <laughs> I had on here. He asked me to uh, hold his phone like while we went outside. I don't know why. It was a fire drill. Yeah, it was a fire drill or something, and uh, he didn't have a passcode on his phone. And I didn't notice at the time, but he was like, I think he was going through like a divorce with his wife, so he probably had some shit like stuff on there that he didn't uh, want. I think it was before that. I think yeah, but I th- well, I think before oh, it actually yeah, happened. Yeah, but I'm yeah, sure, yeah. like you know, like it's not like it was happened overnight. Unless, right. I don't know. I guess I don't you're know. right. You're right. But uh, you probably had some messages in there. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, it wouldn't have been good for students. <laughs> probably had some nudes. He probably wanted to send out. But uh, so like, I noticed he had Angry Birds on there, and that was a huge game at the time. And everyone had like their little like iPods, mm-hmm. iPod touches. That uh, so I noticed he was still on like the second level, and I was like, dude, I could like rip through Which, this if you get the game. And you play it for two hours, you'll be in the middle of the second. Level, yeah. Even if you're not good, like yeah. that's just how it is. And also too, like I remember, because you couldn't have like your phone. It was back when like you know no electronics in the classroom at all. Mm-hmm. Probably it's a little different now. But I, uh, I was like try. I thought I was so slick. I was like, oh well, if he tells me to put away my phone, I'm like, oh well, it's actually not my phone. It's your phone. <laughs> and I was like, I thought I just had the ultimate like. The kryptonite to his, you like know. Every, he would like, start laughing. He'd be yeah, like, he'd be like, oh, oh he'd be like, you that's got me. One. He's like, that's just a good like, point. Like, you can have my phone out, but you just, can't have your phone back. out. Just give it back. Yeah, you so, know, like, I was like. got a good laugh. So, like, after we came back in, he didn't ask for it. And, like, he, like, I was intentionally, like, looking straight down for long periods of time. Mainly because I was playing the game. And then as well as, like, because I wanted to, like, be. You had this line. I had this line, this one-liner that I thought would be just a genius. And then I, he says something. He's like, Josh, what what do you have in your pocket, like, in your lap? And I was like. I said the line, you know, I was like, oh, it's your phone. And I kind of gave him like that little smirk I have where I was like, oh, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, what do you need to say about this? And he was like, he, <laughs> he like immediately like stormed to like the back of the class, grabbed it. Um, and then he talked to me afterwards and he's like, you can never do that again. Like, yada, yada, yada. And I don't think he liked me ever after that. He's like, did you go through my photos? <laughs> See anything that you're not supposed to? Okay. So, Mr. Jones, you mentioned him earlier. Talk about yeah. his class. What did he teach? How many years did we have him? What was the class like? Um, I think, was that 7th or 8th grade that we had him? That was 8th grade. That was 8th grade. So, we, um, I want to say it was for two semesters that we had him. Or was, were we on a semester block then? It was uh, three trimesters. I three think. trimesters. Or maybe two trimesters. Or, yeah, sorry, two trimesters. And uh, so, basically, he was the music teacher. Um, for the non-performing choir. For the non-performing in, choir. In 7th grade, all you had was choir... Or band, I believe, right? Yeah. You had to pick between one of the two, and then a bunch of people were like, we don't want to do either. So the non-performing choir was kind of like your way of getting out of uh, having to to do like a musical performance. Yeah. And if it's even possible to have people that are going to be engaging in class for choir, you had the people that were on the opposite end of the spectrum. Right. Um, so ba- like you can get kind of a, the gist of the class, the people that didn't want to do the band or the choir. And the burnouts. Yeah. The burnout cool kids. And it was all of our friends, I think, were in it. So who was even in Like, it was me, you, Ben, Jack, Jack Nick Wareham. Nick Wareham. Um, I think Nathan was in there, too. Max, yeah. Yeah, Max Newman. Um, Mr. Jones was uh, a little flamboyant, I think, would yep. be a good way to put it. Yep. And uh, he was a nice guy. I think he meant well. But, yep. you know, for some immature eighth graders at the See, time. It was the same kind of thing, I think, where... It was his first year teaching. Yeah, and, and he, he didn't I don't really think know he he didn't know how to handle. I think he got did not get the most the best group of students <laughs> for your first year. 
And I remember, so we did like a lot of shit to him. But I remember like one time someone asked him what like what ring he had on his finger. It was Jack. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, it's a purity ring. And I think everyone knew what it was. And but like he said that everyone knew. Yeah, no, but like I think like everyone knew what it meant. But I remember afterwards, like because like, I think Jack was like, oh, like what does that mean? Because I think he wanted him to say, oh, like I'm a, I'm a virgin. I haven't had sex yet. Uh, Jack's just and this yeah poor and. Guy. <laughs> So then, like, he's like, if you want to know more about it, you can come, you can wait after class, and I'll tell you about it. So right. then, like... And I, and I remember, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I already know what it means. You know, why did Jack have to do that? I'm going to have to sit, I was kind sit of, after class. I was kind of in the boat. I was like, I wanted him to admit it. I wanted him to look me in the eye and admit I knew it. What, I knew what it was. Uh, I was like, whatever. But then, so we... I don't even. We, think we all waited. Like I think it was like, six, like our whole entire friend group essentially waited, and then we. I just didn't want to walk alone in the halls. <laughs> That's why I waited. And uh, then he told us, and like all of us, like literally, I don't think any of us responded. We just all just like we're like okay and walked out because like Jack's Jack has a very contagious laugh, he does. and when he he kind of does, does this thing where he's like. <laughs> And when you're not supposed to laugh, it's like ten times funnier. So <laughs> and that's what he's doing. Yeah, and that's that what he's doing in that situation. And I'm like, dude, like I don't want to like make this guy like quit or like I don't even Just know kill dis- himself. We don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, so we all like we're trying to walk out as Jack's making that noise. And then as soon as we like got, we didn't even shut the door yet. We all just started laughing our asses off. So because he obviously Jack. heard us. Yeah, so. I, I would say Jack does that in those situations. It's situations where it's kind of. I don't know. There's something comical about the whole situation, and but it's a serious situation, so <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to laugh. And he just can't contain himself. No, he can. Yeah, there's been multiple times where he's gotten me in trouble for doing that. Yeah. Like that. Um, basketball tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> so eighth grade, I remember. I think this is when you. Did you stop playing a sport, or you had some more free time? I remember. Uh. Well, so basically. This is just a dilemma I was having. So, like, in the summer for, like, just hanging out at people's houses and stuff, everyone always has a basketball hoop. Mm-hmm. We always You always play pickup basketball all the time in the summer. And I sucked at it. I was dog shit. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, like, athletic enough to be good at basketball. I right. just feel like maybe if I played, you know, on the, like, for if a season. I played, yeah, if I had played for the season, kind of knew it. Because, I mean, even off the ball, like, I have no idea where to go. Like, I, I don't know. Right. So To the hoop. Yeah. <laughs> To jump up in the air. But, uh, so in my head, I'm like, oh, like I should do that. Cause I, my hockey wasn't like directly after school. So I could be like, oh, I'll have basketball practice till five, come, go home, eat dinner, and then go right. to hockey from like six to eight or whatever right. it was. And, uh, I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then, like, Jack was hyping me up. I remember, and he's like, oh, dude, you can, de- there's an A and a B team. And he's like, dude, you can definitely make the A team. Everyone makes the A team. They suck dick, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so, um, I, I go to tryouts and I'm using like my brother's old like shoes. I don't even think I don't even know if they're basketball shoes. Right. Uh, right. And so the first drill is like, oh, like use just your right hand. Use your opposite hand. You, uh, well, for it, us, it's our dominant. Yeah. But for you, it's your opposite. Yeah. Well, it was. It, yeah, it was like if you're going like one way down the court, you got to use your right hand to dribble and lay it up. Yeah. And then if you're going down the other side of the court, you got to use your left hand like lay it up with your yep. left hand. Yeah. So I'm going down with my right hand. So I'm just looking like a beast, you know, dribbling down, flying down. Right. And then I don't, you know, usually I switch to my left hand when I lay it up. To shoot, yeah. Um, and I tried to lay it up and it just went straight off the backboard and shot back. Um, it was a little brutal, but. Yeah, so then I think I stayed, stick to what, for, was it a day or two days? And then I just decided to go Yeah, ahead. and then we tried to convince you to stay, but you were like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I've had enough. Yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe it's not for me. 
So Josh, the advanced math class. Yes. You made the cut for that, though. Maybe you didn't make the cut for the A-team for basketball, yeah. but you made the cut for the advanced math class. I actually had a, so um, one of my friends, like, so for hockey, um, there was always this beef with the it. Stillwater. No, there's always this beef with the Stillwater team because uh, I hung out with some guys that would talk to the Stillwater girls, and usually, you know, it's kind of keep your own territory. You talk to girls in your own city, you yep. know, whatever. Yep. So there's always some beef between these guys, and, like, this was when everyone started getting Twitters. So there's always some Twitter wars, and they'd always they they chirp, you know, about some stuff that guys would chirp about. So like, they're at like how good they are at sports, like, like you have a, how many girls you, you get muffin, if you're ugly, right? yeah, like that muffin. kind of shit. And then so like I'm seeing all this, it's like a giant thread of like 50 things, and these people are just going back and forth. And then I was like, oh, I'm just gonna come in here and just spice it up, and this guy's gonna have no idea what's going on. So I just <laughs> I just like I I respond to this guy that's like leading the Stillwater group, and I was like, hey buddy, what math class you in? <laughs> He didn't respond to that one, uh, but I just got a good chuckle out of that because <laughs> I feel like he he was probably just like, "What the hell is this guy talking about? Is that even a well, chirp?" Well, probably wasn't in the advance. And class. also, too, like I wasn't a part of the threat at all up until that point. And then, uh, but you got your your boys back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah, I just threw that in there. Okay, next question: Washington D.C. trip. <laughs> when you broke my heart. <sighs> we don't need to go into the story. Yeah, probably shouldn't tell that one on the pod, but. Ah, uh, what are, what's your response to that statement that you um, my heart? I feel like, I mean, we can go into a little bit, just not, you know, specifics or anything. I think that's what uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should. Um, well, I think D.C. was... Uh, it was a fun trip for you. It was a fun trip. <laughs> <laughs> can we just leave it at that? Yeah, it was, a, it was a fun trip for me. It was... I also had fun, too. Yeah, it was... Okay, so high school, we're locker partners. You remember that? We were in the same group in the beginning. Yep. The same, I can't remember what the group I remember my, my uh, locker was stuck. Yeah. And I'd always had to finger it a little bit. And you were like, oh, that'll be good for later on because your finger strength will be up. Right. So you uh, would just come in the morning and kick the shit out of your <laughs> locker <laughs> to get it open. But, uh, yeah, no, that it was awesome. I mean, well, locker partners. I feel like that's part of the reason we bonded. Yeah, so no, it definitely was. It was, uh, I think, too, I think when we really started bonding was when, because ne- both of us didn't play fall sports. Right. Um, I think for all the right reasons, because we didn't want our summer cut by a third. Right. Or whatever it More was. More than that. Yeah, so that's kind of ridiculous. So, um, and then everyone else in our friend group kind of did either football or whatever. So, besides Jake, why didn't we never like, did we hang out with Jake that much? Oh uh, yeah, we did. I think he was doing no, like did. he was we doing did. no, he was doing baseball or so he was doing like fall ball or something. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah. So basically, it was just us two, and then we just by default just kept on hanging out with each other. Right. I remember it was a big step. So when we were I, friends by default. Yeah, it was a big step when I uh, text because usually I texted Jack about like hanging out, and I just it was implied that you guys would all be with him. Right. But it was a big step. Like when, it was a big step when I texted Blake first, and I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I was like, "Not hanging out with Jack." <laughs> F that guy. <laughs> I think all that little freak. Um, so working out. This I would say ninth grade is probably the point where you start to get muscles or more muscles than like the average ninth grader. Um, and I'm like, there's no way I can peep with him. He has muscles. So talk about is that when you started working out or you started taking workouts more seriously or was it kind of just a natural thing or where did those muscles come from? Um, I think I started working out in like eleventh grade or like it's probably tenth oh, really? grade. Tenth grade okay. going into eleventh grade. Um, so it was, the muscles were natural in ninth grade. 
the muscles. I've always kind of had like boobs, like a little boob action. I think it's because my nipples are so big Pectorals. that my body knew that they had to be at least somewhat proportional. Otherwise, look- I, otherwise, I get made fun of and have to wear a shirt all the time. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, if you ever see me with a shirt on, just check. I'm sure my nipples are peeking right through it. Um, but yeah, I actually started working out. So I did, uh, before I got like an actual lifetime membership, yeah. I was like, I don't want to look like a scrub when I'm there. So like, this is a summer before I got one. I, uh, I did 50, I did 50 pull-ups, 50, 100 push-ups and 200 squats every day Right. to kind of build it up a little bit. So I wasn't, uh, so you're ready for, so I was ready. So I was ready before when I went to the gym and I actually started working out because, uh, it's a fun little fact, but it was because I, uh, I had really bad like acne. Okay. When I was uh, I didn't in like eight to like tenth grade, I didn't think you had bad acne. It was, it wasn't the best. Anyway, well, in you, my head, you had very high standards for yeah, yourself. So. Yeah. So like, I mean, I had, and then I was like, oh, like this stuff's gonna resolve. And then what if I resolve and I'm a fucking beefcake? And you get super jacked. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, well then I mean, then this dry spell will probably go then, away. Yeah. Then one day, yeah, you're gonna open the doors to walk into school and there's going to be a gust of wind that flies in yeah. behind you. I'll probably have like some flow. That's everyone's just going to be looking like, who is that? Yeah, because that, Where is, is, that a, from? is that a transfer from Spain? Like, no, that's yeah, just Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so teen issues, the teen issues class that we took together. <laughs> what issues were you having that possessed you to take the, the class? You know, because at that age, we just talked about it, your body starts to change and you turn into a man. Um, I think the biggest issue I had was, uh, maybe my uh, wardrobe. I think, uh, I actually had my own Josh Conan appreciation day, but I, uh, wore oh, the same, wardrobe. I wore the same clothes every single day to school. And, uh, maybe I was like, Oh, Miss Renanke has some really good style. Maybe, maybe she, she can help, can help me. With mine. Maybe she can help you out with mine. Right. Did it help? Did that class help with your style? <laughs> No, it did not. But uh, I think we had some fun. I, it was uh, it's kind of fun to mess around with Scott and Kayla. And was it wasn't Pavel? Pavel. 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 Pavel yeah, yeah. was in there too. So, um, what about for you? Why did you take the class? Uh, physical changes to my body. <laughs> I was that was the time I was going through puberty, and I was like, "Huh? Oh my gosh, what's happening?" So, that's why I, I took the class. Um, but. Brian Lefebvre, the name Brian Lefebvre, does that name mean anything to you? Um, it means a great, de- great deal to me. Yeah. Um, I think that that would be my alias in any given situation. Um, and talk about just Brian Lefebvre. Who is he? He he's like, what's his personality type like? You know, I feel like he's just a he's a very he's just a stud. Yeah, he's very straightforward. I would say he likes to have fun with the boys, but you know, he's definitely the first guy to say something if anything's wrong. Right. And he's definitely the guy that. Uh, is willing to call you out at any point. Right. And he, he's also the guy to bail you out at any point. So. Right, exactly. He's just the man. You want to be Yeah, you want, Brian you want a Brian Lefebvre in any of your like social friend groups. You right. want a Brian Lefebvre. He's kind of like a wild card. Right, exactly. So uh, team sports, another super fun class we took, which there's a gym class that you're required to take, but in the gym class they do testing and other stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, Team sports is more of just you have to take gym. It doesn't fill your gym requirement, but it's kind of just a class where it's like if you just want to play some sports games and get some good exercise. In a team. In a team team setting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was the class you took. And we had a good group of guys in that class too, didn't we? It was almost just like a weekend squad. 
Yeah, and I, I know what you're getting at, and we're, we can just go straight to the chase. Um, Blake did beat me once for the badminton championship. Yep, that out is the, exactly out of the where the three I was semesters that we did it. Um, uh, do you know who won the other two times, Blake? Well, we only took it. I think we only took it twice. So did you win? I don't think I don't know because it, it was once in the winter and once in the spring. So you had like winter sports and spring sports. Yeah, but, I, but didn't we have trimesters? So it was probably like a fall one. Or maybe there no, wasn't. there wasn't a fall. Maybe there wasn't. Okay. I don't. I think I won, and there was no second championship. I think I'm just the reigning king. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I think so because, because no, because I played you favored. I played. Uh, what was his? What was McDermott? In Remember when pong. I played? That was ping pong. No, I played him in badminton, and I like I played him because I was the was winner. It, when was that? After school. Uh no, it was during in, in school. It was in the class. Well, anyways, I don't, I don't know, but anyways. So <laughs> so the the first time we played, Josh is the favorite to win. I've never beat him. He's smoking everyone in the class, right? McDermott too, of course, makes he did this whole bracket and it was like the fortieth seed has to play the one seed. So Josh <laughs> had to play some poor I don't even know who it was. Uh so he probably just beat up on them. Yeah. And then I played him in like the semis and I barely won. I barely won. I came back from like a 12-20 win to, to win. And then we played in the championship, and I beat him in the championship, and it was really close. It was one of my most proud moments in sports. But I do remember we were, we were, we were doubles partners, and we killed everyone. Yeah, I remember exactly. that. That was fun. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Uh, so I beat you in one-on-one, but we won as a team in doubles. No, I don't know. You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay. Cowboy Brad, what <laughs> is your record and is that maybe the your secret? The rainy record. I actually have a funny story about is they, uh, that. So are they juicing the the cowboy bread at the school? They, I mean, they might be because Brian was also loving it too, and Brian's a beefcake. Yeah. So, uh, Brian LaFell. <laughs> no, so I, uh, I think I might have gotten to fourteen. I think it was around thirteen okay. to fifteen in one sitting. They're basically just a little square, like I don't even like. It was like a banana bread. It's like a banana bread, like, but it was cowboy bread with like a little cinnamon on it or something. Um. But funny story is that I, last year, so I was, like, um, working at the tavern mm-hmm. at, like, restaurant in Woodbury, and one of the lunch ladies who, were like, remembered me because I'd always get the cowboy bread. I'd also get the same That's thing from the cool. all, all, I'd also get the same thing from the all cart line. I'd get three things of uh, Gardettos and yep. a bagel of cream cheese. That's kind of cool. That and, like, so she you. would, she would, like, if the Gardettos were running low because I had, like, the last lunch out of the four blocks, yep. she would hide three of them. So, wow. like, other people wouldn't get them, but then she'd have them for me when I come, came around. So she always had my back. And she remembered, and she remembered me. And um, she was like, oh, my gosh, like, how's it going, whatever. And I was like, oh, good. Like, how are you doing? You know, like, small talk. And yep. then she's like, um, I was like, yeah, I've never had the cowboy bread since. I've never been able to find it. And she was like, oh, my God, like, you should come down to, like, the school, like, next week. I'll, like, just have it in my purse. Just come down during lunch sometime and, like, come get the recipe. I'll have it for you. I never did that. Who was that? Corey's mom? No, it wasn't Corey's mom. It was uh, I actually don't know her name, but I'd recognize her. Huh. But she, that's kind of but a cool story that she. Remembered. Yeah, she also she was like, yeah. Do you I'll, think that I'll also just have it in my purse anytime I run into you next? Do you think she that uh, she wants to give you the recipe, or do you think she wants to give you something else? Um, I think she is happy with the results of the nutrition. Okay. And how I, you know, how I ended up growing up. So. Right. I was gonna say advice. Give you advice. Yeah. Um. But okay. My first trip up to your cabin. That happened in high school. <laughs> How did that turn out? Was that the one where uh, Moochie came out? Um, Is that the first one? or 
I don't know. Is that the I one you're talking so. about? I don't think so, no. You don't want to talk about that one? Well, I don't know. I Now you're making me second guess what my first time was. Well, was one of my first that? times going up to the uh, to, up to the cabin. Just talk about... Uh, so, uh, Blake was notorious. This was back when notorious. he was... He was notorious. notorious. So, we have a friend, Chaz, that uh, he's very... He's very... Uh, not jacked. intuitive. He's well. He's very jacked, but he's also um, very sly with like his remarks, and he's very creative. I'd say. So Blake with his remarks with his remarks, and um, Blake was notorious for coming falling to falling like, for it. No, <laughs> coming coming to uh, the parties wherever we, wherever we were drinking without any booze, and he'd just come and just be like, "Hey, can I have some of your guys?" Oh yeah, like you guys weren't. Forcing me. Uh, well, I mean that's a different story for a different day. But Blake would always do that, and then, Blake then, so would whenever, show up whenever with he no drinks, whenever he, he drinks, no booze because he didn't want to, <laughs> but his friends would force him. That is false. But uh, he would like half of his face would kind of just shut down, and it was kind of like uh, like Fetty Wap, the rapper, who has like one of his eyes like yeah. taken out. So Blake kind of had like an eye that was just like glossed over, didn't really move. And he would mo- kind of mooch our booze, so he, he kind of got the I name. I think it's because I have double. He dimples. got the name. Uh, it's because I have double dimples on one side of my face. <laughs> he got uh, the the nickname Moochie Wop, and it's kind of stuck, and now he's been there ever since. But basically, at this cabin, uh, Blake got. We, and every time Blake blacks out and like can't really move or do anything, we call him Moochie. Um, and so I think the first thing that was happening was we were. I, I knew Blake was really fucked up, but like we some, for some reason told him to go up with Derek to get like the tubes from the shed and bring them down. Um, and they're on like the second story. <laughs> they're on a second story, and instead of like uh, grabbing like a stick maybe to kind of pull him down or, a, or uh, a I don't know a ladder or anything, Blake uh, Blake tries to jump up and pull himself up, <laughs> which he probably could have done if he was sober. But oh, no. Blake's Blake's working the glamour muscles, I guess, and uh, he tries to pull himself up, and his legs swing out from underneath him. <laughs> he just falls straight on his back <laughs> and cuts up his whole entire back. And then Derek's instead of helping, is just laughing. <laughs> it was <laughs> and, probably pretty funny. In his and then like I, Blake didn't feel anything really, so he uh, walked it off. He just walked it off. He they ended up getting the tube somehow. I don't know. They came back down. Blake's just <laughs> bleeding. My parents are like, "What's going on?" But they just kind of roll with it. So then we go tubing. And Blake, uh, Blake just like starts putting oh, his like. He, he didn't just go to bed at that point. <laughs> he didn't just put him to bed. You're like, let's see what else we can do with this body. <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. Let's weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, it was Bernie's definitely on. it was definitely a weekend at Bernie's because he would like try to start. He started like falling asleep on the tubes. So then you know us being the good friends that we were, we'd like end up jumping on one tube, let you be, and then we come and smash you. Um, <laughs> and have you go flying, and then one time you like your our rope like hits your like chest. And flung you off, and my mom knew you were like fucked up, but she like was just like okay, like we'll just keep on monitoring it. Then as soon as that happened, you're in the water. She thought you were like drown, so I'm sure Jack could do a better impression of my mom. <laughs> but she was like, Josh, Josh, save him, save him. Um, so yeah, she started I, I actually yelling. remember that. I was actually fine at that point because well, so then I was like off, and then they turned around to come back and get me or something. Yeah, and that was when it like that water might have thrown yeah. me in the face. Woke the water woke bit, me up. Yeah. So then after that, we're trying. He's trying to get off the the tube, and like <laughs> like the tube moves a little bit because it's in the water, and he's like trying to put Onto one dock, foot. Yeah, he's trying to put like one foot on the dock while one foot's on the tube, and he <laughs> misses the dock by like at least like a foot, and just steps straight into the water and hits his face on the dock. 
That was probably <laughs> that's probably the funniest moment of that whole story. That was that was the funniest for me. And then also too, after they tried to like get from the dock to the pontoon, you usually had to like pull up and then like move the thing. <laughs> You like didn't like you thought you could just push it to like push it without pulling it up, and then so, like after like a minute you try to just jump over, and then you hit like your foot hit like the the top of the door and you just went face first. <laughs> went face first right into the. Those podcast. two parts of the story are probably the funniest in oh, yeah. my opinion. Oh yeah, easily. Because I'm probably like, okay, Blake, you're kind of on thin ice here. You gotta play it cool. Yeah. What do I do? Boom! Slam on the dock. <laughs> slam onto the pontoon. <laughs> Yeah, he. Uh, my mom didn't want him up there for a few years after that, maybe right. like a year. Right. But, but then I proved myself to her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So next question: streaking. Walk us through the decision to do that and the whole prop planning process. Um. I kind of forget whose idea it was to begin with. The last, the like first thing. Yeah. The first thing I last. The first memory about it that I remember was. We were at Chipotle, and we were kind of just sitting down at one of those booths, and we were, like, kind of talking about it. And then I think we were all kind of joking, like, haha, that'd be so funny, whatever. But then we're all kind of, like, looking around, like, seeing, like, who would be, like, who would say that. I think we were all thinking that, like, oh, but, like, right. this is a joke. We're not actually going to do it, but no one said it. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, no one said that it was a joke, and then we we're just like, okay, like, we're going to do this. And then I remember I was like, and- <laughs> I was like, I know. I'm not going to be the one guy who doesn't do this. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. So then, like, I think it was just us three. I'm just like, I know with. we're going to get caught. I think we were with Chip, too, but I think Chip was like, no, I'm not going to do We were that. with Jake. I remember Jake was there, Jake too, was there? He didn't want to go. So I think it was after, like, lacrosse practice or something. But, uh, yeah, so then I think after that, we just kind of started – We our, well, our first mistake was talking about it in school or essentially right. telling Jack about it because Jack, I, I think, right. told the majority of the school. Right. Um. And then after that, like, people knew about it. And actually, someone, like, streaked, like, two days before us, didn't they? Like, oh, it was, like, Carter... two weeks before us, probably. What was that guy's name again? Carter Peicher? No, because Carter Peicher did that, like, oh, um, oh. some girls' soccer game. Will Rexroth. Will Rexroth. That mother effer. Um, yeah, so he so he did it, but he did, like, a little, like, he's, a, he's like, the president of the Superfans, and he just did, like, an America-themed Speedo and just ran out to, like, this, like... To touch like one of the players on like the side that was like sitting on the yeah, bench. It was he didn't. It was even a get on weak the ass one. Yeah. He didn't get off the um, but then there was some hype about it, and so uh, some other people wanted to end up doing it with us. And then one person decided like the day that we were gonna do it, it would be smart to tag all of us on Twitter, and tweet something, and out. tweet like a bunch of emojis of like running and then football. I wonder what that means. I wonder what that could possibly mean because I think at this time too, like the like. Vice president or the vice principal and stuff. They, they, they know some, about the chatter. They've heard yeah, the chatter. they've heard they've heard some rumblings, and so then we went to Savers and we like cause it was like a uh, breast cancer awareness like football yep. event, and so we got some spray paint. I don't know we got some like the like the pink ribbons on our backs. Yeah, we got these ripway pants. <clears throat> uh and me and Blake actually the the night before we did it, me and him went and ran like ran the course. They were, like the, yeah, we like planned it out. We we were pretty prepared. We knew where we were gonna start where we wouldn't be seen and we knew where we could run to where we could park and we could get away on foot and then go home yeah so we we did a we like planned it out because we were thinking like oh like if one of us gets caught it's not gonna be us there's like six of us there like which gonna... in, in my head i'm like if we don't all get away on foot then, then that person is gonna rat us out yeah oh yeah 100 um so yeah then we also got like the fate we got some wigs 
and like some old hockey masks and stuff. And then we had jock straps underneath, like the old ones that just covered your your junk. I think we were thinking because we could get like a felony, right? If yeah, you could, I don't know. We for being like up. a child molester. Um, I don't really like those things though. Those jock straps. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of them. Like they also the, didn't work because my wiener was just well, straight the, to the, the side. The strings, you know, it's like the strings on the ass. Yeah, it's like. So anyway, so um, one of our friends, Will, he's like really tall. Yep. And he comes like so. We all meet up at my house before we go because my so house is the six closest. Of us, right? Yeah, there's six of us, and Will comes and he has like his pants are like fit for like a fourth grader, right. and they look just like they're like about ten sizes too too small for him. So then Blake, just being the nice guy he is, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll switch with you." Mine were too big. Were they? Yeah, they were too big. Okay. Well, yeah, so you guys switched. And then, so Blake checked, obviously, if his ripped off, but he didn't check if Will's would. Or I don't think he probably saw, right? No, I did. Yeah. yeah, that was the biggest mistake of that whole night. <laughs> so we're, like, sitting in the woods. Cause we had to, like, jump a fence to get onto the field to begin with. And right. we had to jump another fence. And I, I remember standing there and looking at each other and being like, okay, we're actually yeah, going to do this. Yeah, no, because I was and like. And then we're, like, we're, like, trying to think. We're standing there for probably, like, five minutes. And I remember I'm just so nervous. And I'm like. Like, who's going to go? Like, who's going to go? Who's going to go? Who's going to start this? And then I remember, uh, like, Van just looks over at everyone and starts smiling and starts kind of walking starts, towards the yeah, field. Yeah. And then we and all, then all start following. And then the, before we know it, we're all on a full sprint just hauling ass towards to the, the field. field yeah. Because I remember we were sitting there. It was, like, the third quarter. And they were on the other – we were waiting for him to be on the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. So, like, no football players and just, and just tackle the shit out of right. us or something. And – like we were supposed to go like four plays before that happened, but we we're all just like I think looking at like someone just someone just say we shouldn't do this so right. everyone can agree and we right. don't do it. Right, right, right. But then I'm we, getting nervous. Oh, yeah, just I know. Yeah, it. and then uh, so we jumped the fence. The plan was we j- didn't have any shirts on, but we had, all had ripped pants, and one of us actually dressed up as like a cop to pretend to like chase us around. Yep. And uh, he's blowing a whistle. He's yeah, he's blowing a whistle, whistle like pretending hands. to chase us, uh, and. This guy, uh, or so our, yeah, so our plan was to go on the field at like the 30 yard line, turn to the student section, rip off our pants, and then run away. Right. Um, so me and Blake Apanya did that. <laughs> and as soon as we jumped that fence, I knew it was going to be every man for themselves. And that's what it was. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Um, I remember looking over, and Blake was on like the track that circles the field. Like, with just his pants, just at his ankles. I don't know if you want to take it away from here, but... Well, yeah, because I didn't do a practice run and try to rip off Will's pants. The bottom button on there was like rusted shut or it, could, it couldn't rip off. So when I go to rip off my pants, I get caught on the last button. So I'm standing there and I'm tailing behind these guys at this point. I'm, I'm slacking. They're like 50 yards ahead of me. So I'm like, I can't even get out there and rip them and face the student section because there's already going to have people after us. So I just have to run straight to the <laughs> gate. So I'm sitting there and they won't come off. And I'm like, at this point, just rip them rip them off rip, do whatever you can rip them off and i'm down there trying to pull them and they won't come off so i'm like i gotta go i just gotta run with these things at my ankles so i'm hauling uh hauling in these things in these pants at my ankles can't even do full strides <laughs> and thank god because the fences there are probably like 13 feet high yeah. i would say so luckily the gate was open because if I had to hop that fence, I would have been in real trouble. <laughs> I, I think I maybe could have got over, but I think my pants probably would have got caught oh, yeah, on ripped. the top of the yeah, fence, oh, yeah. and I just would have been hanging there. Yeah. Could you imagine been... getting caught like that? <laughs> That'd be brutal. So we all get away, um, and then I remember just looking back, and like the place just erupted. We were like on like the softball yeah. field. and then and we, we were actually down by 21 points, and we ended up coming back and winning, I think. <laughs> no. No, we did not. No? No. 
Good well, because so we had the, the the home team gets a penalty if that something like that happens. So then I guess we gave them like a 15 yard penalty and they like kind of stalled their drive that they were having, even though they weren't going to win anyway. But we were juniors at the time and there were some seniors like Yoakum and stuff that yeah. like I wasn't really that close with at the time or anything. Right. And I heard that they like wanted to beat the shit out of us because we like ruined their game or whatever. Have you ruined? And we were game? at this party afterwards and I was like scared for them to show up, but then they showed up and everything was fine. But yeah. So that's the story. Did we get away with it? No. No. Do you want to go into like the whole... Yeah, I don't know. We all got away. I thought we were fine. Monday, I get called down at like 10 in the morning, and this guy calls me in. And as I'm walking into the back room, one of the other people that went streaking with us looks at me and goes, just admit to it. They know everything. And this is in front of the guy that's about to go interrogate me, and then in front of his... Uh, secretary and like some other lady that was sitting in the office and I'm sitting there and I'm like well uh, what am I supposed to do now I'm supposed to go in there and tell this guy that I didn't do it after my friend supposed friend just threw me under the bus like that so I don't that's what I did I went in there and just denied till I died and they they kind of knew and I remember it, the next day they called my parents and I talked to my parents or whatever and they're just saying oh if you just admit to it we're only going to give you uh, like one day suspension but if you don't we're going to suspend you for five days and i'm like well that doesn't make any sense <laughs> like so i just went in there and admitted owned up to everything got took my suspension like a man and i mean on. yeah it was only a one day suspension and my parents are new already already knew that we were streaking so yeah mine i told mine that i was going to do it but i don't think they actually believed, believed me. you yeah they were at the game weren't they yep they were at the game that was been a proud moment huh <laughs> yeah thank you think your dad was saying that's my son that's my son no he's probably like oh jeez. This should be it. Should be fun to talk to him when he gets home tonight. Yeah, I remember he asked. He was like, "So how how was your night, Blake?" I was like, "Oh, it was pretty good. Didn't do a whole lot." Well, I thought we were actually pretty smart because like we were like at first we were kind of thinking about like, "Oh, should we drink before we do it? Cause it'd be more fun, like whatever." Right. But like we didn't do that because if we did get caught, you know, boom, that's another thing. On Double top whammy. Of it. Yeah. So I think we overall did it pretty well. I mean, it's only a day suspension. Right. I mean, I just got basically got a Monday off, so right. it wasn't too bad. Right. So um, teaching me how to ski. <laughs> first time skiing we go to a local local hill local hill called afton alps and these guys start taking me uh down some of the hardest runs right off the bat well we we did let we had blake have a few practice rounds on like the the bunny hill which those the bunny hill is not too bad i was like oh this isn't yeah but also too i think like he was also struggling i remember you're struggling a little bit because you weren't going fast enough like i think you needed right. more momentum to be able to stay on your on your feet otherwise it's like impossible just balancing yeah so we're like okay he's fine then so we went to we did go to some tougher tougher hills because there was right at the beginning like i mean there were some lifts right there that went to the tougher <laughs> ones so we're like all right that's what we came for and i remember i was going down this is like probably the third or fourth run that we went down and i was like you know just kind of just carving down you know whatever and like i was like it, it kind of plateaued for a little bit and then it went down like the steepest part of the whole entire hill yeah. and I remember I was carving into it because I knew you were about to gain like a crap ton of speed, and all of a sudden Blake just <laughs> flies past me, which like would have been fine, but I knew that he doesn't know how to like turn, or it's like he it's like his first time skiing. When you're when you're not experienced skiing and you get going really fast like that, you can't try to turn because you'll <laughs> go flying. So you kind of just have to hope that you can. Uh, so so then like I was like oh I know he's about to get fucked because like he uh he goes like straight down like at this like point that he flies right past me and, and, then, and then he no he didn't he uh 
he tries to turn and he, one of his skis like gets caught in the front and just flips <laughs> and then he does like a like a huge front flip and the ski just goes flying down the hill and i just have like the perfect i have the perfect view of it i'm just like just right behind him it was so funny well, and then also too you had another one where you like i ended up in the parking lot in the <laughs> of the parking lot because uh, like he, he he learned how to like get down these hills he could like bomb them but then he didn't know how to stop at the bottom so one time you like did a full loop around like the ski lift at the bottom and then you just ran into like a fence that was fenced <laughs> off and then yeah one time you ended up in the ski oh, it was fun. <laughs> i came flying down and did a big circle around everyone that was waiting it made those and, and the guy that was working the lift they're probably like, oh my gosh, that kid's so out of control. <laughs> it made the uh, the rides up so funny because like me and like Chaz would just go up with each other and we just start dying. Watching me? Well, because we're just like, yeah. I mean, we were probably laughing for like fifteen minutes after the fact. All right. Um. So the golf team, we it's spring spring semester senior year. We're thinking, hey, we join the golf team. We get nine free rounds in every single day. Yeah, we were thinking uh, best course in Woodbury, probably Presswick. Yep. Uh, we're like, oh well, shit. Like it's like two hundred bucks to sign. Like our parents would probably pay for it, and we're just on the golf team. We get to just mess around. Right. And talk about uh, talk about an absolute not the case at all. No, no. Um, we actually only ended up being on the team for probably what like three or four weeks. Uh. I, I would say about yeah about then during the actual season because I remember. Uh, in the winter, we went to some winter golf events, which that was a big waste of time. That was a huge waste of time. But anyways, Tyler Vogt, he has the same idea as us, but he, I think he's even more on the fence. And he just, <laughs> he does, he's not good. We're, we were at least going to respect like the rules and the etiquette. Well, he was, yeah, he shows up he and he just has a putter, up. driver, and like a five iron. He shows up and he thinks it's like a real, real joke. So we go, we golf nine and talk about what you're wearing and talk about kind of what happened <laughs> with the golf pro. So like we, because like the, we weren't on varsity, we're on the practice squad. Yeah. So how it, how it worked was that if you were on varsity, you could go out like at 3.30 whenever you got there after school and you got to go on right away and do your 18. And then after that, then the JV players could go. And then if you stuck around until like five and you're on the practice squad, then you could go from like five to seven and do nine holes. Uh, but we didn't like that idea because we were already there, and I didn't want to shoot out of the sand trap, you know, for and two hours for and two pot, hours to play, just to wait around and then be there for like what five hours? Then you'd be there for like five hours, yeah, something. Um, and so we'd always just jump on like random courses right. or random holes, and I it was a nice day outside. It was one of the nicer days, and I did not want to get a farmer's tan, so I wore a cutoff. Switch, yeah, duh. Um. Tyler had one on too, right? Tyler had one on too. He he was just carrying his clubs like he always <laughs> he always does. And where he's spitting sunflower seeds all over the place. Uh, no, that was Jared. Oh, that was Jared. Yeah, and then Jared. Yeah, Jared's in our. We had a five some. I think we had Nick Hall too was in there. Um, but yeah, we were we were just we just jumped on in between people and we were probably not the most respectful group out there. And, like, I think what got us was Jared was spitting these sunflower seeds. And, like, the pro was just, like, probably going around and yeah, seeing each, each tee box, the last five tee boxes, have just sunflower seeds spit all over them. Right. And he, like, catches up to us. And this guy's he's a bigger guy. Yeah. He's a bi- there's a reason he's carting around instead of walking around. Right. Um, so he catches up to us, and he, like, starts yelling at us for me wearing the, the cutoff sleeves. 
Um, Basically and, just starts flaming yeah, us. Just, yeah, starts, for which, I mean, in all due respect, we probably deserved. Yep, but, but we didn't think that at the time, did we? No, we did not. And so one of the, we, so Tyler Vogt, I'm pretty sure, started chirping. He starts mouthing off Because this guy. Uh, and he says that he can't afford, like, a, a button-up, like, uh, T-shirt. T-shirt. Just trying to be funny. And this guy's like, okay, like, after this whole, like, I'll go to the pro shop and I'll buy you one. And yeah. he's like, Tyler Pretty Vogt's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, you guys still have to clean up the sunflower seeds. Who was it? And Jared's like, oh, it was me. And he gets on the back of the, his golf cart. And he's like, oh, I'll drive you over there. And then he start, tries to go up this hill on the fairway. And the golf cart just stops going forward. Because right, this guy, well, yeah, the guy was weighing it down. I don't think Jared was weighing it down that much. Right. But uh, then he told Jared to get the off the golf cart. Was at capacity, <laughs> to say the least. Right. And then uh, so we're on the 18th hole. That was like the 16th, and like the pro shop is like right behind the 18th right. hole. Right. So we're like chipping on, and this guy's just staring at us. And Tyler Vote does not like authority. No, I don't he does think. Not. He does not. I so this guy's been staring at us since we've been in like the middle of like the fairway. And then Tyler Vote, like as we're like walking on the green, he's just like, "What are you looking at, buddy?" <laughs> to the pro, who's just like mouthing off. He's you know, standing there with the coach, yeah. with the girls' coach, right next. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, I, I really want to get out of here. I kind of want to go work out. I, yeah. I was like, I don't really Tyler want to just let it go. Now. And he's like, "What'd you say?" And then I, I think Tyler was like, "You heard me." <laughs> yeah. So then after that, like all of us are like looking at each other because like we saw them like started walking down like right. from this like deck that they're on. We're like, dude, let's get the fuck out of here. And yeah. like we just all were like, let's just stop what we're doing. We start running over to our um, cars, and then the golf lady, the golf, the women's golf coach stopped she, us. She came running over. Yeah, to she me ran and, and stopped us, and it was just like, I forget what she said. She was kind of nice about it, and like I don't know. Well, because <laughs> we weren't with Tyler then, so like it was we were kind of just. She's like, can you guys write your names down? Because the I think the guy's coach was gone. <laughs> she hands Josh a sheet of paper. <laughs> she, Josh hands it to me. <laughs> it says up top, Dan Bortles. <laughs> and I'm the next person on there, so I'm like, Josh just wrote that down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had to go to, I think Jared wrote down Ben Zolke. Um I think I wrote my actual name down, but we that was our last time going, I think. Yeah, that was our last time going, and then I don't think the Woodbury Golf Team golfs there anymore. Well, that's not our fault, though. Maybe, uh, it, maybe is. it is. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, so that was our experience golfing. Well, there's another story, too. When, uh, so I remember my girlfriend at the time, her mom was really good friends with the golf coach. So like I kind of messed around and didn't really take it that seriously, and... My girlfriend's mom knew that, uh, like, that was kind of my personality, and I, she knew that I wasn't trying to, like, take it super seriously or anything like that. So the golf coach knows that. He knows, like, this guy is just going to be – he's just here to mess around and hang out with his friends. So uh, he's actually gone that day, so this is the assistant coach, and I can't remember how he came up with this idea, but they were like, Blake, go tell the uh, golf coach that uh, your mom's coming to visit you for the weekend and that you need to be on varsity because you told her you're on varsity and she's like, she wants to come and watch you compete so i go over there and i'm laughing like the whole time i'm doing this but i talk i'm like hey coach can i talk to you for a second he's like yeah i'm like um so here's the deal my mom's coming to visit from florida next week and she thinks i'm on the varsity golf team and um is there any way i could be like the sixth man for one week 
Yeah, because like the sixth man for high school golf, like out of every like, there's six people on the varsity team, and only five of the scores count. So like in theory, like you can have one person just their score is disregarded for that match. Right. Which usually you probably don't want someone just automatically taking that. No, but, exactly. Yeah. But that was my proposition. Yeah. This guy was exactly. like, we'll just eat that last one, and yeah. it'll just be, it'll just be my score. And he's like, um, he can't really tell if I'm serious at this point, but he, he has to like kind of play along with it. And he's like, well, what happens if uh, you're not on the varsity team? And I was like, she's going to sell my golf gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's kind of like looking at me and he's like, I'll talk it over with like the main coach or whatever. But I was, we were just kind of messing around. That, that's what we did at golf practice is just kind of mess around with Yeah, the, we were also, he's also the guy that came over and was like, guys, if you, you can't spend all your time at the driving range. It'll work on your short game. Right. And we were just the ones blasting drivers the whole entire time. Right, exactly, which that's probably my best club right now. Yeah, irons definitely. Um, so favorite teacher, favorite high school teacher? I'm assuming, like, Mr. McDermott doesn't count or doesn't No, it? no, that counts. Okay, well, probably, a Mr. probably Mr. McDermott, yeah. Okay. Just because I feel like it was team sports. We had all of our guys right. in it, and also, like, right. he liked all of us. Right, so. right, right. Best memory from high school. Best and worst memory from high school. Hmm. It's kind of a kind of hit me there. Yeah. Like, uh, best memory. I'd say probably the worst memory was. I know what the worst got... memory is. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Huh. Probably. That summer before we all went into college, I guess that's that was Jack's. Fa- that was Jack's favorite memory too. Well, yeah, it's just because we all. I mean, that was when we all just really started having fun. Yep, we had a lot of fun that summer. Uh, yeah, and all of us didn't have like a lot of obligations, but I think we right. all still had some money. Right. Right. Um, we'd like go out and do like the. What's that river called? That lazy river? Apple River. Apple River. Yeah. We'd go out and do that, yeah. Have you been back there since? I went back no. there this summer. Well, how was it? It was awesome. It was really yeah, I could see it being cool. It was uh, also, uh, do you remember that St. Thomas party that we went to? I didn't go to that. You didn't go to that one? Oh, when we met Sam Betts for yep. the first time? Yep. Yeah, that was, that was a, just another a very, name drop. Yeah, another name drop. Jesus. These people need to start paying me all right. with all the viewers you have. Right. So um, that kind of wraps up high school. There's your hockey career too. I mean, I don't know, what do you want to you want to touch on that? So you're always a pretty pretty skilled hockey player. Yeah, um, I I probably got like worse and worse as the years went on, just because I didn't keep up with it like other right. people did. Right. Um, I was definitely always the hardest worker on the team. Right. Uh, but yeah, high school wasn't as much fun for me because so like for Banamays, which like the the team that's like, Bantams is like the years before it's like ninth you, grade, yeah right? it's like ninth grade right before you go into high school and there's two high schools in our city mm-hmm. and so our Bantam A team was really good and it was fun to play in games that we were good in um, and we were like top ten in the state like all year so we like when we played like other teams that were big like it was a huge huge win um, and out of that team there's seventeen people on the team me and the goalie and Tristan and another forward. Like are the only people that went from that team to Woodbury. The rest of them went to Eastridge. Right. And the two people that went there, I wasn't like really that, that like that good of friends with. Right. Compared to the other guys, so like, 
I just wasn't really with my friends when I played. Right. I was, I mean, I made like the guys a year younger, like Ian James and all those guys was cool. But, yeah. But yeah, it was definitely not the same. We also were terrible. So like, right, it was right. like the games we were in were like games that didn't even matter. Right. And you enjoyed playing, but it wasn't, you know, like your passion, right? That wasn't, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Um. But okay. Yeah. We're at an hour 15 right now. Really? Yeah. So I'm thinking we save college and current day for another episode. So is there anything else that you want to bring up? Is there any um, jabs that you want to throw at me? Throw at you. Ah, Remember, I, can, I, I get to edit this thing. So if it's, yeah, if it's something. Um, hmm. I actually had one I was thinking about earlier, but I don't think I got any. You don't, you don't think you got any? Well, Josh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um. And you'll definitely be a recurring guest, but I say we call it a wrap. You want to give a shout out to anyone? Uh, your parents, because they probably listen to the podcast now. Yeah, seriously, my parents are huge avid listeners. Are they? Uh, yeah. So I gotta start making sweatshirts. Yeah, you need. You need you, I think you need like a merch guy. I know. I need. Merch Maybe guy. I could uh, get in on that. Maybe get fifty percent collateral. Yeah, definitely. You go go for it. Go for it. It's <laughs> yours. You have the rights officially. Sounds good. But all right. Well, thanks for coming on, Josh. Hey, thanks for having me. Yep.